podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers build-up show. The Champions League is back, and Liverpool are getting their involvement on their way tomorrow night away at Ajax. Um... I'm just unmuting all the lads here. I had to do something very technical there, but I'm unmuting the lads. Uh, with me, as you can see, I have Peter Smith, I have Chris Brack, and I have Grace Khan. Um, lads, it's back. The Champions League is back. To me, it doesn't feel properly back because still we have no fans in the stadium. But, Grace, I'm going to come to you first. Um, overall, you have to be excited that this competition is back, haven't you? Just about, you know, Gav. I'm with you in the terms of... Um it doesn't feel like proper Champions League vibes, you know. For me, Champions League um, is so much about going to different stadiums and the atmospheres and the fans and the hostility of away grounds and, and the hostility of Anfield when teams come to us. So from that aspect, it's been slightly difficult to get motivated. I'm just speaking from a personal point of view, especially after the VVD situation and everything and mm-hmm. the way the game ended. So, yeah. But then again, I'm sure come tomorrow, <laughs> um, I'll have a proper Champions League belly. Ah, yeah. The old Champions League belly, you can't beat it. <laughs> Pete, um, you know, it's a group involving Ajax, Atalanta and Micheland of Denmark. And, you know, as we've seen tonight, there's been some results there tonight that you kind of grab your attention. United have beaten PSG in France. I think Lazio have beaten Dortmund. I think that was your standout one for me as well. What do you make of this group, Pete? Because with everything that's going on with Liverpool, I'm kind of looking at, do we take a bit of a more pragmatic view with this now? And do we look to hold what we have away from home and do the business at home? Or are you just thinking, nah, I just got one attack this group, you'll be absolutely fine? Look, none of these teams are at our level. Let's be honest. You know, we, we saw Atalanta give Man City a couple of problems for a few minutes. You know, we saw Ajax give Spurs, you know, the fright of their lives, a, a few problems. But listen, let's not kid each other, each other or anybody that listens into us. We should expect to, to dance sideways through this group. It should be really about sharpening the tools for when things get truly serious in the knockout phase. We would expect to win this group at a counter. I mean, you know, look at Ajax tomorrow night. They've got one way to play. They're, they're a squad of players who either didn't make it elsewhere or are, you know, auditioning to, to try and get to the next level. They've got a goalkeeper who couldn't catch a cold. Very good reaction stopper. But, you know, for me, yeah, we'll concede goals. But, Man of the know, match tomorrow. We're going to score a lot of goals in this group. Expect to score a lot of goals in this group. Expect to make statements in this group. I don't see any problems at all. Okay. Chris, um, do you expect any problems in this group or do you think it's one of those where we just navigate our way through and like Pete says, you you, you hone your skills and you hone your, your fitness and everything else be, before the real business gets involved, you know, last, last 16 and whatever? 
Yeah, I absolutely navigate away through. I mean, probably not quite a canter now. I mean, it might be because our away record's not fantastic in Europe. It might just be draws away from home, they've done at Anfield. But I, I expect them to have at least a game in hand and it'd and it be a dead rubber. VD, VVD or no VVD. Um, I'm not even taking that as an excuse. If we say, oh, the reason we didn't, it's because of this, because of that, it's, it's not. That squad's deep enough to get out this group stage. It's not like we've got United's group. With that United's group, you would be more worried. Um, so, no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was a bit like Grizzle wasn't actually that up for it at the moment until I saw Klopp's press conference and... Um, God, he was fiery. He's he's up for a fight, and he's he's um. To us, that is the start of a bit of a siege mentality, and you know he's clearly wound up by the club being the players being written off. Now he says he, he indicates the press. I think he's also a dig at some of our fan base because some of our fan base have written us off already. And do you know what? I quite like that. They're all angry. I like the fact they've they've made out that they're angry. They're not happy with the uh, cowardly tackles that put two of our players out. Uh, and he's he's like, we'll show you. That to me, a club with a wheel show you attitude is a is a scary prospect for anybody. I agree, um, and, and we are Chris, We are saying this on Sunday night. What do we see from Liverpool after the happens of the weekend and the beginning of the season? And you know, when you look at what the way you know what happened at Aston Villa, and then we we have the international break, we come back. What the incidents are, everything and stuff like that, and the fallout from it. What, what do we think we'd see? And I was saying to you, um, privately and on the show on Sunday, that you might see an angry Liverpool. And, you know, Klopp's press conference today was very bullish. Um, trying, in my opinion, to set a bit of a siege mentality. And, and Grizz, is that something that you expect to see? Is it something you want to see? Because I 100% want to see a siege mentality now. I want to see people writing us off and I want to see this team going out and defying um, everything that's being said in the media and everywhere else. Is is this the start of a tomorrow, Chris? A defiant Liverpool? It has to be. It has to be and it will be. It's the first... It's the first game after VVD, isn't it? Uh, the first game after VVD and then Matic gets injured and Thiago gets a knock and so and so not only Europe but the rest of the Premier League teams um will be on us. Not only how we do we set up, but how do we approach it mentally. Um I think I think I think there is no doubt that we've got the best manager at the helm in a situation like this. Absolute no doubt about it. And you guys are right. Today, Klopp sounded really... I think the word to describe him today was bullish. He wasn't fanning around making jokes with the journals and he was proper steely-eyed and he was proper saying things that he doesn't normally respond to or react how he reacted today. Um, and that was after Ginny didn't mince his word. I tweeted a video where he's, you know, just says it how it just says how we felt, to be honest with you, but without the effing and blinding. You know, he said it brilliantly. Hmm. He poured out his emotions and yeah, emotions and feelings, but without the effing and blinding. And I think that's what we're gonna do. I think I think we're gonna be energized. I think it's gonna be fresh legs in midfield. I think each player is gonna be so focused. Um I think you're right. I think, you know, it's probably a good game. It's, it's a probably a good game to get us going again. Um, I think Peter said they only know one way to play. And it may be that we have to start resorting to tactics that we can play as well, if not better than anyone, which is you want to start all out attack? We will show you all out attack. 
So listen, we, we can we can play in any way any team wants to play to us against us. You know, we can dictate, we can take a backseat, we can play counter-attack football. But I've got a feeling tomorrow we're gonna I think tomorrow we're gonna go out on an all-out attack. I know there has been times where we've gone away from home and it's it's been sort of limp and we've tried to just control the game with the with the with the Brexit midfield, you know. I think it's going to be totally different tomorrow. I think it's going to be, I think we're going to get mad scores, Gav. You know, like we've been getting in the Premier League. I think they're going to continue in this Champions League group, especially mm. our one. Do you know something, Pete? You know, we're talking about the goalkeeper situation and, and that's fine. <coughs> Excuse me. And we're talking about the centre-half situation because that's fine as well. And then because of the centre-half situation, you're looking, it's knocking on to midfield because we're considering a midfielder going back into centre-half, i.e. Fabinho. Are we, are we guilty of making too much of this or expecting, like I expect an angry Liverpool just because of what's being said about them, but are, are we making too much of this and we're expecting something too radical from the team or, or do you feel that we'll go out and we just play our game as normal with different personnel and they just have to stand up and play because I, I get the impression that people are looking for some sort of radicalised Liverpool because of the, the issues they have at the moment whereas I, I, I think it's just going to be no we'll just listen we're very good at what we do we're going to continue to do that and we're just going to have different personnel to do it and they have to just they have to do it because they're all around long enough Pete to know the system and know how we play regardless of whether you're putting a centre back deep line midfielder or playing out wide it doesn't matter you, you know how it works yeah, it, it, it's not radical, though, to expect a human reaction. I mean, I think a lot of people forget that they're dealing with human beings when you're talking about Liverpool Football Club or any football club. You know, you watch, I think Jeannie Wijnaldum su summed it up today, you know, the frustration of having to watch players deliberately go out. Uh, you know, I, I I questioned whether Pickford you know could do anything deliberately. To be honest, I think he's an idiot. But recklessly and certainly, Richarlison deliberately go out to injure your teammates. Now, another byproduct of that is that all the lads have been listening to over the last few couple of uh, forty-eight hours or seventy-two hours is oh this team is finished without Virgil Van Dijk and without Virgil Van Dijk. You know, so the lads are looking at each other, going, "Well, you know, our own fans don't seem to rate us." You know, so you, I would expect it's not radical. In the, in the the approach will be the same, but expect sharpness. Expect fellas to be you know popping their collars. Expect fellas to be on the front foot. Expect a performance. I wouldn't like to be managing. I wouldn't like to be managing Ajax tomorrow night. Yeah, so a team that has to has a magnificent big stadium suits up now that there, but that big wide open pitch, you know. If I was at Ajax manager, I would be tempted to do something that they don't do at home. And that's play a couple of defensive midfielders to try and stifle us or try to double up on fullbacks. But they won't. They won't do that. I expect that. I'm to be don't be surprised if it's a very high scoring game on one side. And you know, they they might surprise us uh, defensively. Uh well, might us defensively by dare I say it, with keeping it down to one or, or even zero goals. But I expect Liverpool to score three or four goals tomorrow night. Definitely. But it's not radical to expect a human reaction to be yeah. crit criticised as not good enough to fill Virgil van Dijk's shoes. The lads, a lot of the lads would be stung over that. These these guys are professionals. They're, they're paid a hell of a lot of money. They're in that squad because they're the best at what they do. So they're not Virgil van Dijk. You know, it's. It, I think sometimes we think about Barcelona last season, for example, uh, or uh, the, sorry, the, yeah, the, the Champions League run the season beforehand. Yeah. 
Who were, we, who were we missing? We were missing four or five of our top top players. Um, Firmino. If you, if you look at that Salah. video, yeah, 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 do you know what I mean? If you look at that video, look back at that game. And, you know, you forget that I'm missing, and the, the fellas that stood up. I mean, fellas, when fellas have to stand up, I, I think somebody made the point a few minutes ago that everybody knows how we play. They've been watching the way. You know the team shapes up the, the, the how we play without the ball. I expect the lads know their their uh, their jobs. You know, don't get too carried away. And he's missing. He's missing. Yeah, Van Dijk's a big blow. Would be a big blow to anybody. But this is Liverpool Football Club. We're equipped for contingency. We've been dealing with contingency for a number of years, and we've it, it wouldn't be Liverpool if it wasn't complicated. Chris. No one's arguing how good Virgil Van Dijk is. He's 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 outrageous, you know. But and I'm not saying that if 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 you're going into a game with say you know if you've if you've everyone fit, you're going in with for argument's sake, Matip and, and VVD, right? But you will get. I, I'm not. I don't think Matip will be the type of turn around right now. I know Matip is missing tomorrow, so it's probably not a great example. But what I'm saying is, if you have a centre half that's the odd man out in that tree. Okay, he's probably thinking, oh, well, I want the player should be playing. Now, he's not saying he should be playing instead of Virgil van Dijk, but he should feel he's in the team some way. Now, the opportunity is there now. And and we always go on about, you know, oh, oh, this fella, it's it's his time to prove himself. But it really is now, Chris. It really is because it's not a case of, oh, I only got in for three or four games and I was finding my feet. Like, this, this is now... This is a six month, um, this is a six month contract you're on now to step into someone's shoes and, and stand up and do it. Like, uh, are you, are you concerned with the players that were missing that what we have to come in aren't up to it? Or do you think, no, they're absolutely up to it and th- now is the time to show it? Ability wise, they're up to it. Um, I mean, I don't worry about Joe Gomez and Matt ability wise. I, I, I don't. I think that. They're both very good centre-backs. You know, Gomez is probably one of the quickest centre-backs we have. The, the worry you have with the moment is Matip is the most fragile centre-back I think we've ever had. Uh, I mean, look, he's played one game and already we're, we're worried that he's picked up a niggle already. And Gomez, he's only 23. He, he's, he's just out of form. And if, Now, what I'm hoping for Joe Gomez is he now knows he's going to have to play. Regardless of what happens, he has to play. So that pressure of holding your place is a little bit off him. So I'm hoping he's going to now do what he did in the uh, FA Cup derby, where he was the senior man. You know, he had, he led a back four of Nat Phillips, Nico Williams, and Lucci. You know, the most inexperienced back four you could have, and he led that back four very, very well with Adrian behind him. So you know, so he can do it. He has got the leadership quality. So I hope he's going to. That's going to bring that out with him, and he's actually going to, you know, sort of kick himself back into the Joe Gomez that we have. Um, look, for being a centre-half, we've seen him play there. You know, I'm, I'm fine with him playing there. I'd much prefer him as a mid. You know, he's brilliant there, but we are where we are. Um, I think some of the fallout is understandable. The, you know, in the summer, this is not hindsight, there was concerns of it would have been nice to have another centre-back, not to play Van Dijk. You can't you can't legislate Van Dijk getting injured. That's just... It's one of them. You can't, you can't legislate for it. It would have been nice to have a, someone who was just a bit of a lover upgrade. And I think if we had a bit of a love upgrade in the squad, you know, I think after the upset we've seen, we probably disappeared a little bit. But I think we're okay with it. Put it this way, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't perform, 
um, you'll see a, probably a bigger name coming in January, and that will then put you in your place where you are. Absolutely. Brian Murray says we just cannot afford any more injuries at centre-back area. That's the big worry. I'd even go as far as to say we can't afford any injuries, but we can't afford any dips in form. You know, and that's what's probably thrown at Joe Gomez um, most is the dip in form rather than the injuries because the injuries he has suffered for Liverpool have been impact injuries. And if you can stay, if he can stay away from them, he's generally fit. So it's, it's, it's a mix of injuries and, and form, I, I think as well. Grizz, I think we're going to see a hell of a lot of Joe Gomez and Fabinho at centre half. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, you know, Matip doesn't play, um, he plays the derby last season and doesn't play until the derby this season, am I right? And then he's gone for a scan after the derby and now he's not playing tomorrow. And So I think you're going to see an awful lot of Joe Gomez. Now, Grizz, I know you're an advocate, and I know Peter is as well, of Fabinho at centre-back. And I know he's about to be iffy over Joe Gomez. So when you look at this, Grizz, does Joe Gomez need to step up to the plate? Not form-wise only, but he needs to do it in a leadership sort of way because Virgil van Dijk was the leader of that defence, but but you know what I mean? Like With him gone, I don't think you can even expect Fabinho to be one. I think you need the natural centre-half to be the leader of your of your back four because positionally, the way we play, he knows it inside out. How big is this for Joe Gomez now, Grizz? Because you're going to see a hell of a lot of him with Fabinho. Yeah, yeah, he, we, we are going to see a lot of him. Um Basically, because Matip is our is our Ledley King now, isn't he? He's officially our Ledley King, where we where he's magnificent when he plays. When he doesn't play, just wrap him up in cotton wool and make sure he doesn't even train if that needs be. You know, just fucking blame in the games, man. Just we need Matip in every single game. Forget playing him in midweek games, you know. So that does leave Fabinho and Gomez. I'm still gonna say I know I know you said that I'm not a big fan of Gomez. I'm, a, I'm not a big fan of Gomez, obviously, currently. And this was the criticism I had of him two years ago. Do you remember we had this debate about him mm-hmm. a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. And, and and my only criticism of him then is the same now, which is slightly worrying, in that it's the same flaws I, 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 I thought he had in his game two years ago, which he's got his now, which is concentration, Um you know, and just sort of reading mm. the play. Um, I've said so many times, he's so elite physically that when he's slightly out of position, we don't notice it because he's like a, he's like a greyhound when he gets back in there. He's, I know Chris said he's one of our centre-backs, fastest centre-backs. I think he's the quickest centre-back in the Premier League. So, you know, that's why we don't sometimes mm. see how out of position he can be in. But... You know, it's like the old cliche. If there's any time to step up, it's now. He's got to mature. I, I know you're saying, will he step up and sort of t- turn into a, become more of a leader? I don't know if he's got that in his game. And I've said this before as well. I don't think that's one of his characteristics, uh, his personality traits in terms of he's a loud, aggressive organiser. He's just not that type of player. He's your he's your silent assassin types. You know, you, you give him a job to do. You give him a man to mark. You you know you put him next to someone who just keep talking to him, and I think that's going to be Robbo. I think Robbo's going to take that mantle. Robbo we know is a chirpy player anyway, but he's going to have to. Robbo's going to be the one that's going to even be, become more louder, become more vocal, become more of an organizer. Fabinho I think can do that role. Fabinho's good in his makeup to be 
once he gets comfortable in that position, which he will with the amount of games he's going to play, he's going to have to assume the role of leader. Uh, Gomez is going to have to concentrate on doing his own job, Gav. I truly believe that. And if, if we mm. get Gomez back to the form he showed in the majority of the season last season and the end of the previous season, then there's no qualms. Fitness is obviously, you know, it's, it's all about luck. Anything can happen fitness-wise. But he's overall fitness-wise, he's fine. Um, alongside Matip or Fabinho, I wouldn't see an issue for either one of them. But in terms of him re- assuming this role of um, leader or increasing his sort of, um, um, you know, his commu- method of communication and how loud he is, I'm not sure if that's in his makeup. But he may surprise us and turn out to be, you know, this mini Virgil van Dijk that we're clamoring for. Do you know, the target for a lot of teams is down that side. Um, and I think Trent gets a bit of a raw deal because Trent is expected to be up the top of the pitch creating. And then if we lose the ball, he's expected to be standing up right back immediately and covering everything. I think he gets a bit of a raw <laughs> deal on that. that. That's that's genuinely how I feel. You know, when people go, well, look what happened, Trent. And I go, mate, he's running 80 yards back trying to get back because his, his game is... His, Trent Alexander-Arnold's game is from basically from 10 yards from the opposition's goal to about 40 yards from the opposition's goal. The vast majority of it. And he's constantly asked to stay there. And then you say, oh, well, he played one in behind him. Well, listen, he's only one fella. You know, and don't get me wrong, he, he can get done defensively, but I think he gets a bit of a hard time over it. I I, I agree with you on, on, on Robertson Graves. I think he is a leader. I think he's, you know, he's captain of Scotland, but he's, he's very vocal. He's, he works so hard. He lets us, he lets his actions do his talking, if you know what I mean. Um, in the intensity of how he plays. It, but for me, it's, it's absolutely crucial that Gomez, like somebody said there to me, he just needs to do what he's meant to do and that step up and be a centre back. And I think, I think he does. I think he absolutely does. And I think it will affect people around him if he does. Fabinho, especially and Trent. Um, but Pete, when you when you look at this, you know, are we getting a bit too down over this? Are we getting a bit are we reading a bit too much into it? Because like we're gonna name teams later and I I, I look at it and go, absolutely fine. Absolutely, utterly fine. Uh, is there is there any big worries for you in the situation we're in, or do you think we can cope? I think Pete's frozen there, is he? He is. And um, we get him back in it. We get him back in a couple think, of seconds. I thought you were thinking of an answer. Uh, hold on, I'll just remove him there for a minute and we'll get him back in a second. Um, Chris, I'll come to you. And um, we we'll try to get Peter back in. Hold on, hold on. Are you back? Um, yeah, no, he's not back. He's not back. I don't know what's happening with Pete there. He might need to just leave and come back in. So I'll remove him there and we'll talk about this. But Chris, I'll come to you. Um, you know, we look at the players that we're missing. Um, we are missing Allison. We are missing uh, Virgil van Dijk. It looks like Matip is missing. Thiago is missing. Um, it looks like Kate will be back. But other than that, you know, it, it's the it's the defensive end of the pitch. Do we go? Do we go more pragmatic in this, or do we look and say, no? Do you know what? We just play to our strengths. We just our strengths are. Our strengths were defensively and attacking wise. Our weakness is probably in, in defence now. So do we just load everything on attack and see how we get on? Yeah, possibly. I mean, there is always this talk, which we have trialed during the season, 4-2-3-1. So if you play a two of Gene and Henderson for the back four, that kind of negates a little bit of the pressure on the, the, uh, the two centre-backs. 
and it takes a little bit of pressure off the two fullbacks. And then you've got four in front, which would be our front three, and then the extra attacker could be we could throw a Jutter in there or you could throw a Cater in there. And I think that kind of negates a little bit. I think the other thing that'll help Gomez is I think Gomez is probably going to play on the left a lot uh, in the VVD Everybody. role because he's got a natural left footer. I think actually that's probably going to do some good. That'll probably help with the concentration issue because he's got to play on his side. That's a fair point. Grizz, I can see you, mate. Yep. Bracky, I can see you. And I can see a very worried Gav. <laughs> yeah, no, you're okay. You're back there. You seem to be back. There was a little issue there. That's a fair point, though. Gomez could go left hand side, and you know, you put if as we talked about Robertson being a leader, you put him in there. You took Gomez. It's changed the scenery for Gomez, and and it does maybe heighten his concentration because he is playing on his wrong side. And Fabinho, just a natural player he is, and defensively minded, how good he is. I think it might be a help for Trent. I think that's when Brendan. Just a quick point on that. When Brendan hmm. Rogers, uh, Chris may know. All, any one of you may know, Brendan Rodgers first played him at left-back, didn't he? Yes. When he brought him into the team. And and one of the reasons he cited for that was to improve his defensive ability, his reading of the game. As Chris says, naturally, you you know, you concentrate more when you're on your, on your weaker side. It's natural, you know. Um, but also, Fabinho, every time he's played centre-back, has played in that right centre-back role. And he's played it magnificently every time he's played there. So I think it would be less of a risk to, to mm. change that sort of because he's not your natural centre-back, you know. So I think it would make sense. I mean, after all of us saying this, they'll probably play the other way around tomorrow. But I'd, I'd definitely say um, Chris has got a very good point. That I think Gomez will play on the left centre-back row and Fabinho on the right. I genuinely never even thought about that. I, I mm. genuinely yeah. I just thought... Just we're do a straight swap. We, well, I'm yeah. Well, you are. I'm not. Um, I'm too busy pricing up cans. Um, but um. at Capella University, you're in control of your education with the game-changing FlexPath format. You can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Um, especially with lockdown. It does ask a question. Which side for Liverpool do you target? Because everyone targets the right because Trent's there, Gomes there, basically goes. No well, it probably takes yeah, it probably it probably takes that out because you know I just don't think people attack Robertson. I just don't. No. Think, I think he's very, very good defensively. I think his position is very good. Usually, when you see a mistake from Robertson, it's probably and it's very rare if the likes of the one against Arsenal. It's it's just mm-hmm. a lack of concentration for a split second. He tries to do something and it doesn't come off because mm-hmm. he probably went with his wrong foot or something. Miss like kick or clearance but, or something. Yeah, something. It's it's but, very. But, it's never. Sufficient. Yeah. Yeah, but so so for me. It makes sense, like what you are all saying, and as Grizz says, you know, move him over there. And um, um, Brendan Rodgers did do that with him when he first came in at 17 years of age. He played him at left back. He gave away a penalty at Old Trafford, I remember, uh, I think. Um, but it does, it does solve a problem in that Fabinho just naturally goes in where he has played. And it kind of closes off the avenue to get at Trent because I think, I genuinely think Fabinho would be an excellent cover for Trent. And what I mean by that is, any of those balls over the top, Fabinho's going to see them all day. That's his job in football is to see mm. passes before they happen and get in the way of them, you know, and cut off passing lanes and, and mm. intercept. So even if, whether he's intercepting in the middle of the park or he's intercepting 30 yards back, I think he's, he's, he's an absolute master. So it's a very good point. It's one I didn't think of. I'm not going to take credit because I'm not like that. Um, well, well done, lads. Um, big gold stars for you on that one. Um, oh, getting in. 
getting into it, I want to talk about Ajax because a couple of people in the chat believe that we're underestimating Ajax a little bit. And I have to be honest with you, um, I looked, they played Heron Veen at the, at the weekend, all right, they won 5 1. And I was looking at the lineup, right? And you have, um, you have Daly Blind in there, uh, Taglia Fico, a left back, I think he's a decent player. You have Davy Klassen, um, you have Gravenberch, you have Tadic, um, um, Dave, David Neres, and Lasana Traore, um, was in their team, um, on the bench. Um, you have Quincy Promes, yeah, you have, you have Klaas Jan Hunter when I read the name, I was like, nah, that's a mess. This, is he still bleeding going, but he is. Um, yeah, there's a goal machine, you know. Now. Yeah, so, check back in if it's possible. Yeah, Petr Cech is back at the Chelsea squad. Um, mm-hmm. God love Kepa. Um, but <laughs> are we underestimating? Um, I ask a little bit, Grizz, because listen, they churn out players. They absolutely churn them out. You know, um, you players coming into the first team, making big names for themselves and leaving the likes of the lit, Danny van der Beek. You know, does it, does the names go on and on and on for the last many years? I don't know, 20, 30 years at this stage. Are we underestimating them a bit, Grizz? Because like, as much as we can say we can sort this problem and sort that problem and we still have an absolutely awesome attacking tree and a midfield that can do an absolute job on you you know they'll be going into this with a bit of confidence after seeing what's happened to Liverpool over the last couple of weeks and saying we can get at these you know they're decent and they're at home I know it's it's an empty stadium but could we underestimate these a little bit and you know do we need to really keep our eye on the ball we can underestimate them as much as we want I don't think Klopp and his team will that's why I'm confident. That's why I'm sort of so buoyant about tomorrow now suddenly because I just I just don't think there's any room for any complacency with us at the moment. Um, you mentioned some of their star men or or some of the some of the new stars. They've got handy players there, man. I mean, David Neres, how he's still there is a mystery. An absolute wonderful winger, you know, Brazilian, very tricky. They've got. Um, uh, a young lad called Mohamed Kudos, who, who they rate so highly that he's been labelled the new Clarence Sadoff. I mean, you can't get a higher accolade than that, can you? Sort of, you know. And they've got Wiley Old Fox, Delhi Blin there, uh, that left back that you would pronounce perfectly. Um, say Tag- again for me. Taglia Fico. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, I, was talk- I was talking to Keith Plunk earlier. That's sort of shit. Oh, that's off, you? you got there first. Yeah. But yeah, um, Taglia Fico. Scouted very heavily by a lot of teams. Uh, Chelsea obviously went for Ben Chilwell instead, but a fantastic player. They've also got a centre back called um, Pierre Schurz, who yeah. we were very interested in as well. So the talent is always there. At, it's, the, it's the school of excellence, isn't it, in terms of replacing talent, so to speak. Uh, they churn them out. Um, you know, there's no there's no worry for Ajax as, as, as a club in terms of churning out talent, but that talent. If this is as talented as any of the previous teams, then wow, because it doesn't matter how talented you are, it does take a couple of years to reach their peak. And they're at the very initial early stages of this um, sort of rebuild, so to speak. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think we'd be too strong and too 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 ready for them. You're right. If, if we had any other manager or if it was any other team, you're right. People could say, ah, oh, you're underestimating Ajax. But with our setup, with our coach, with our players, I don't see any underestimating happening. Mm. I don't either. It's just, you know, people are just, a lot of people saying we're underestimating. Just, then a lot of people are saying we'll just beat them. Pete, um, you know, we've named a couple of players there and, you know, um, well, Lex Van Empel says Ajax sucks this season. Um, I think that I think they've won four of the first, four of the first five yeah. league games. Um, but... Mm. 
when you look at these, like, you know, if you put, if you put Davin Neres, you have Traore or Huntelaar or Tadic, especially, who's been really good for him since he, since he went there. And, and Quincy Promes, for argument's sake, that's a very, very decent front line. You know, now I would say that, that they're, that I like that left back. I am sure there's a young, young centre half, isn't he? Um, Daily Blind is a very, very good footballer, but I think he can be got at in a massive way. So to me, it just looks like they could be dangerous, but we could be, we could blow them away, Pete. I think there's two things you have to consider. You have to respect anyone that's, for example, we always have problems. You go to the likes of Red Star, Belgrade, for example, you know, whatever they're called now, and some unpronounceable name. You know, when, you, when you're up against a team that just doesn't lose at home, you need to consider those things. There's no point, in, and Klopp, far more experienced than any of us, he won't go there all guns blazing. He will be conservative. He'll feel them out for a little while, and we'll do what we always do. We we will give them the respect of being top opposition when we arrive there. The the, the thing I, I find with Ajax, looking at them, I think they have one way to play, and I really admire it. And I think if you look at the trend of the players that have come and gone down the years, if you look back 20 years in the mid-90s, they were selling players you know, to Barcelona, to AC Milan, and those players were going straight into the teams and making differences at mm. those clubs. Now I'm finding over the last seven or eight years, players are leaving Ajax and they're sitting on benches uh, and struggling to make differences at clubs. And that tells me one thing. It's not that they're bad players because the academy hasn't disintegrated Adapt- all of a sudden. Adaptability. It, it, it's that they have one way to play. And mm. I think managers are taking these players t- saying, okay, we don't play... Four three three with uh, with stretched wingers, you know, purely attacking, you know, and uh, feeding into a, a a classic number nine. We, you know, we 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 bring players behind the ball when we don't have it, and I think uh, managers struggle with the lack of adaptability. Ajax have a very 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 definitive way to play, and I think it's that that's their Achilles heel. For example, their goalkeeper, Onana, who we, who nobody has mentioned so far, I think is a particular weakness. He's, probably, he's like a sweeper, but he you'll very rarely see him catch it. You won't see him dominate nothing in the air and things bounce off him. And, I, you know, in the Spurs game uh, in particular, you know, the Spurs capitalised that, uh, capitalised that on that in in their toy, on the fact that they were expecting things to cannon off him. They, you know, and next, well, you know, they scored early against Spurs, and they just they didn't know how to shut up shop. So mm. for me, we go with an energetic midfield tomorrow, and we smother the absolute life out of them, and we punish them for their mistakes and the naivety coming forward, and we win by a couple of goals. I'm not saying that Ix won't be a threat. You know they'll probably put us. You know they'll target Trent. They'll tr- they'll actually target our fullbacks and try to force our fullbacks to play like classic fullbacks. That's Ix's strength. You know they mm-hmm. play classic wingers, but yeah, I think we'll smother them. The the key for me is our midfield. The energy in our midfield. You must remember what's made Liverpool successful over the last couple of years. Nobody can nobody can keep up with the energy levels. People are accusing the team of being. It's time to go back to basics. And we do that well in away games in Champions Leagues. We absolutely smother life out of teams uh, and just, you know, let the lads pick them. We did it particularly well in Munich, if you remember, when mm. uh, Mane scored that wonder goal from the Van Dijk long ball. We smothered Bayern Munich. I think I can see a performance like that tomorrow. 
Yeah. Uh, Lex Van Empel, who is now officially our Dutch correspondent because he's the first Dutch man to Legend. comment more than once in, um, in our chat. So you are now our Dutch correspondent, Lex. He says, as a Dutchman, I can confirm that Ajax are overrated. Olivia well, says, just, sorry. Just Oli- back to that, friend, I'm sorry. He's made a very good point before that, Gav, where he said, and I didn't know about this, but he says, Anthony, a player, young, absolute star for them, is out for the game, which is a massive boost for us. He's been their sort of sensation this season in terms of, you know, they always got one star that yep. stands out. This yep. is the player. This is the kid from Brazil. Um, but And if he's out and if our, if our Dutch scout is right, then um, that's a big boost for Liverpool. Well, uh, Lex is now our Dutch correspondent. So he is our Dutch correspondent. If you, yeah. if you need to know anything about Dutch football, just get on to Lex um, on, on YouTube. He'll only take messages on YouTube. He's not giving out email accounts or anything like that. Uh, Olivier says levels are low in, in in Netherlands. Is that a joke? As in sea levels? I don't know. But anyway, uh, I watch Dutch football <laughs> regularly and the levels are barely above the MLS. Um, I don't watch a lot of Dutch football. If I am watching a bit of Dutch football, it's usually IX or PSV because they're the ones that are beyond the telly. Mm. Um, but Lads, uh, Evan Hughes says Bruno, Bruno. I presume that's a reference to Bruno Fernandez tonight. I, I'm, I'm, I actually had a little think about him tonight, and I'm thinking, is it time to take him off penalties? Because this hop, skip, jump thing is not working. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought well, he missed, he missed one at the weekend at Newcastle. Now he does score after it. Then he misses well, no. one tonight, and it gets taken back. So um, I was just, just oh, wondering, um, Evan. Can sorry, missing them. Uh, no, I'm just wondering, Evan, if if I presume you're a United fan, if you want to um, answer me that, because I was having a little think about that earlier when I seen he missed the penalty. Um, but you know, Chris, I think I think they have some decent players. I think they they are quite like P touches on something there about the energy, and I agree with him when it comes to Ajax. They do have a way of playing. They have a method of playing, and, and you could argue Liverpool do as well. But I think Liverpool are a bit more adaptable in simply because of the quality they have yeah, and the numbers expensive. they have that they can they can change things around. They can go forty-two-three-one. They can sit off you and hit you on the break. They can play game the game a lot of different ways, and that's why they've been so successful, I suppose, over the last couple of years. But but they are going to show an energy, Chris. They are going to come out. They're going to be fired up for this. This is their biggest game of the group. You know, make no mistakes about it. Um, their, your home game against Liverpool for all these three teams is the biggest of the group, mm. you know, and they'll put everything into it. Um, Chris, what do you expect from Ajax tomorrow? Do, do, you, do you think they just play that one way or do you, do you think they try stand off a little bit? I did see someone in the chat saying that he doesn't feel that Daily Blind will play. I don't know why. But what do you expect from Ajax tomorrow? Um, high energy, high pressing, and Liverpool to pick them off. Okay. I know. Mm. I know quite a lot of saying you know, we're underestimating them. We're being a bit, possibly a bit arrogant, but I think people. I think there is a mindset change in some of our fan base, which is flick it back two, three years ago. Flick it back to the Fergie's United side. If they got this Ajax, you go, well, they'll, they'll win. When they've got a few injuries, yeah, but United will win. They'll find a way. City or they'll find a way. They win. Mm. We are that team. We will find a way and we'll win. we will win. That's what I expected every game. If we don't win, I'll be disappointed. So um, we've played enough sides that are high quality, high pressing, and we know how to. Um, you know, we we've played that we've played that way before in like seventeen, eighteen. And we got picked off by it, and we've learned how to do that. So I expect us to pick them off. I think I think we'll sit deep and look to pick them off. Partly to protect centre backs, and partly because the front three we've got, whichever three, you know, when they play, that's all you need. So I expect us to mm. win by a win by a couple. Uh, and I think I think surprise it would be a bit like the old Salah seventeen eighteen. It would be Salah get 
coming through on the counter attack, which we haven't seen for a while because people in England don't play that way against us. I think I think the Dutch may fall into that trap with us. Mm. Avi says, think- oh, "Sorry, Grizz." Avi says Eric Ten Hag is underrated. He sets his team up well in Europe. They have been good in Europe, um, but they have lost players over the last couple of years. Um, but listen- I, I, I disagree. I disagree with Avi. I don't know how he can say that. And having watched the two legs against Tottenham, that those that was, I mean, it was like a schoolboy manager. So naive. You get your goal at Wembley early, then you get your goal early in the second leg, and you shut up shop. You know they just didn't know how to just kept going at Tottenham. And Lucas Moura, you know, just, the more I attempted, oh, the I don't understand people. Oh, sorry, gotcha. I don't understand people looking at Ten Hag and thinking that he's underrated or he's this tactical genius. He showed his tactical arse against Tottenham Hotspur, who I think and that wasn't a great Tottenham Hotspur. I, I mean, their job. I think you're being you know, harsh after on the him. final. So he's gone. Come he on, there? Chris. Maybe, I think maybe. I, think, I just for me. I, then why aren't Bayern Munich? Why aren't the I, Bayern Munichs? Why is why isn't he why isn't he been picked up by another club? I think I think I think you're being harsh on him you know, because of the fact that he's got he had a young team and for him to 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 reach that far is is a very very massive achievement. You've got to remember he also reached the European mm. Europa League final as well um, a couple of seasons ago against United. So you know it's a young team. He's you know we often say a coach is only as good as his players and and for him to. And, and and they're a young team and they played brilliant football. You could call him naive, maybe. Yeah, I get that. I'd agree with that. But it comes with it comes with experience, man. I think he's a very good coach. Um, I think he plays the game the right but way. Chris, I agree with Abby in terms of he does set them up well. Yeah. But then you have the players to see out certain games, and maybe he's. You know what? Let me let, let me point something out. Are you there, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're there. Yeah. 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 Grizz, no, just to answer your point on I. Just to answer your point on Ajax being a young team, they've always had young teams. Oh, Pete's on the verge of making such a brilliant point. Yeah. I think he said, I think he's pointing out they've always had young teams. I suppose my argument would be, if you look at that semi-final against Spurs, you don't need, you don't need to be that experienced player to know last minute of the game, you kick it and keep it in the corner. Forget pretty football and, it, and you only play one way. Johan Cruyff only played one way, but he knew how to win a he, you know, he'll know how to win a game and there are times when you've got to be a bit use your brain and use your talent and that's where they have to keep it going which they don't do because I, I get bored with the phrase like oh he plays football the right way well, the right way is winning you know it doesn't have to be pretty on the eye I think he gets I think he plays football pretty in the eye I think you get away with, I think you get away with a lot of prison um, so that's, that was my because in the semi-final I watched it I thought right so run into the corner Tadic and you sorted and they tried to get a, a fourth or fifth goal and you just know it's yeah. suicidal I mean, that's why, that's why I think, you know, it's slightly harsh. I mean, I understand the points Peter made and hopefully he comes back with um, with a chance to ex- elaborate on his points. But uh, to say that he's awful, I think one of the words he used was awful or something, I think is slightly harsh because he's a fantastic coach of players. And, you know, as you say, Chris, sometimes you need the players to take the responsibility in certain games, certain situations, mm. to do the obvious, the common sense thing. Um, but, you know, generally, generally... They're fantastic. I mean, in that in that year, it's it's, it's 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 fair to say they were probably more impressive than us. 
like sort of everyone was talking about Ajax and the football they played all the way until semi-final. In fact, all the way until the last 15 minutes of the Spurs game, wasn't it? Where they were fantastic. So, but yeah, um, I do rate him. I do rate the coach, but I think, you know, they are a young, energetic, raw team that yeah. will only know how one way to play us. But we're, we're a wily old fox now. I think it's, it's fair to say that we're, we've been around the block. We know, as I said earlier, like mm. we know different games. We've done it. We, 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 we also know how to sort of deal with games mm. during the game. You know, our, our in-game management is, is second to none. Mm. Um, mm. And that's where we very much have the, the, the advantage over them, I think. I want to get into um I want to get into possible lineups for us you know um a couple of a couple of um people in the chat have have said have said with regards to um, in the middle they don't do that anymore Sorry P I don't know what's going on with Peter um he just keeps coming in and out and random words keep coming in here um <laughs> but I want I want I want I want I want to get um I want to get into um possible lineups right so what i'm going to do is um you know people have said about a couple of different Ajax players and, and stuff like that and you know are they in are they out that daily blend apparently had a heart issue so oh, um no. yeah so I, I don't know what the story is there um i that don't know whether that's yeah I listen if he's heart issue geez i hope he's all right um mm. but you know oh, yeah, it's, it's, well. you know it's it's um <laughs> it, it's we need you know that's that pretty awful uh yeah. dylan o'rourke says pete would want to get the uh, ntl sorted um yeah he's having an absolute mayor he's having I'll an absolute mayor here tonight um but i'm gonna try adam back in in a second if random words come in the air i'll fucking kill him um <laughs> but uh air air lineup and grizz I'll, I'll stick with you because somebody just said there to me now flash uh sorry flash garden there has uh says adrian trent fabinho gomez robo hendo genie jones salamani bobby um it's an interesting show yeah it is an interesting show the other thing is i forgot all about this as well um five subs mm. you're allowed five subs am i right I think I am. Yeah. Um, so that could have a bearing on the lineup that we play because he could look to leave a couple on the bench or you jot it in for Bobby Firmino or something along them lines and bring Bobby on after 60 if he wanted to. So, Grizz, I want, you to, I want you to give me a lineup for this one. It's a tough one, man, this one, isn't it? It's a proper tough one. I think the back four picks itself. I don't think we need to... Um, and I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to mention the goalkeeper's name. So we'll go with Trent. Um, Kelleher. Yeah, Trent Fabinho. I'm not going to go naming him today. I'm going to try to go with the whole show without naming him. Uh, Fabinho, uh, so Fabinho, Gomez, Robo, and Trent. I think we're going to pick a, a, a totally different um, lineup in midfield. I've just got this hunch. I think he's going to go with with absolute fresh pair of legs in there in terms of fresh midfield, fresh minds, energetic. Uh, as Pete was saying, swarm them. And I think, and I think there's a place for Milner in this team tomorrow. Starting, I genuinely do. I genuinely think he may look to rest Hendo. Barry Devon, he agrees. I think. Oh, well in Baz. I think. I think. Um, I think Milner and Genie. I think start as our two in midfield. Um, I think we may have a slight change in formation, and then I think we go um, Jota. 
Minamino, uh, Mane and Salah through the middle. I think Bobby has a night off. I think Hendo has a night off. Sorry, give us that midfield again. 4-2-3-1. I think we go very attacking tomorrow. So I okay. think Milner and Ginny as the two sitting, as the 4-2. Yeah. And then yeah. we go and then we go Jota, Minamino, Mane, and then Salah up front. I've got a hunch we're gonna go four, two, three, one tomorrow and really attack them. And also yeah. give at the same time, give us a base of Ginny and Milner, steady eddies in there, um, just to protect Fabinho and Gomez, who possibly Ajax see as our weak link. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Um, and I presume you're taking into the consideration the five subs there because you've a lot of room for, you, you know, you a lot of spec there to, to move stuff around. Yeah, I mean, Jones is a very interesting shout, the first message you put up. I think it could equally be Jones thrust in there in one of the three positions behind because, or in a three, because Jones would, is Ajax is a game that Jones would enjoy and love and Klopp would want to see Jones's tech, technical abilities up against a Ajax team full of tech technicians. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. One of them ways. It's not going to be, Ajax aren't going to be one of the most physical teams that will sort of bully us off the pitch. They just haven't got the personnel to, to run us off the pitch kind of thing. And I think Jones is a very good shout. I didn't think of Jones um, in the lineup. I may think, I, I just think he may not start, but it's a good shout, whoever, uh, I'm sorry I didn't remember your name. Yeah, no, it was it was a, a team I put up there. I can't remember who it was. I'll try to find mm -hmm. it in a second. Dylan O'Rourke has Adrian, Trent, Fabinho, Gomez, Robbo, Milner, Gini, Keita, uh, Salah up top, Manny, Roy, Jota, left. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. going to try to find that team for you. It's interesting because the five subs thing does does kind of, um, does kind of throw a little bit of a, a thing into it. Uh, sorry, it was Flash Gordon. You had Adrian Trent, Fabinho, Gomez, Robo, mm. Hendo, Genie, Jones, Salah, Manny, Bobby. Uh, Flash Gordon, so we have to give him that credit. Um, somebody says there, well done for to Chris for reading the chat. We're all reading it. Um, I'm trying to keep up with it. It just flies along the screen, and I'll try to pick out what I can as we go. Um, P, please fucking tell me you're walking now. Should be. If you can hear me, yeah. should be. Yeah, should be I can hear you now. I can hear you now. So give us, give us your team for tomorrow. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, Adrian, Trent, uh, Robbo, the other side, Fabinho, Gomez, for me, I'd agree with that. I think we go with energy, so Hendel, uh, Genie, and I think uh, Milner. I think Milner plays. And uh, the famous three up front, I, I can't see, particularly with the amount of upheaval we're going through anyway, and some of the other, I, I can see him wanting to keep things calm and get as much you know, this is not the time to bring in the Minaminos. This is not the time to... As much as I'd like to see Jones get a few minutes, I think that'll happen later on in the group when this is sewn up with two or three dead rubbers to... Well, two dead rubbers probably to go. Um, I, I think he'll, he'll try to stabilise as much as he can. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya. Yeah. Quédense tranquilas, aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Uh, Jeremiah B says, Adrián, Trent, Fabinho, Gomez, Robo, Hendo, Genie, Keita, Manny, 
Bobby Salah. Uh, Free World says P has the dial up. Uh, yeah, he does dial up the internet tonight. Uh, Judy Mania says, Will Kelleher still be on the bench tomorrow after falling asleep against Everton? That was him, wasn't it? That was like conked <laughs> out on the, on the mm. behind Klopp. Um, he probably had a long night. Leave him. He's grand. Um, he's grand. Uh, Slackline Egypt, I think he's acting the maga here, but he says, Pitaluga, Robbo, Milner, Fabinho, Genie, Hendo, Shaq, Keita, Jota, Mane, Salah. Um, that's a way out, really out there team, but you never know. You never know. Anything could happen. Um, Grizz's team is done. Pete's team is done. Chris, go for it. Uh, Adrian and goal, Trent, Fabino, Gomez, Robbo, Milner, Cater, Genie, and I think it'd be Jota, Salah, Manny. Okay. Um, that just does. Uh, oh, he's shocking me a little bit with these teams. I'm being honest with you. Um, I'm gonna go with Adrian, Trent, Fabinho, Gomez, Robertson. When Alden is a hundred percent starting, when Alden, mm. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Milner when Alden Kate. And I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah. I think he will play. I think he could have played. I think uh, he could have played um, at the weekend, but I'd say he's a hundred percent back. The Jones one is interesting. I think you'll see Jones get a run at some stage. And up front, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Salah definitely plays I have a feeling he leaves the other two out I think he plays Salah Minamino Jota Did you start off this team by saying we shocked you with our lineups? Did you really Yeah 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 because I thought I was going to give a no 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 you have this the wrong way I thought I was going to give that lineup of just given and you were going to be you know or Henderson Wijnaldum you know, whoever I thought the way you kind of went to be mad with it, the way I did. I think we've changed your mind. No, no, I had this in my head earlier because um, Henderson is still Henderson is still coming back. You know, we can't throw too much football mm. at him. I think I think Kaden needs to play. He needs to play. When Aldam only come on near the end of the uh, end of the derby. Now I know he did play a lot for Holland, um, but I think I have a feeling there's an argument to give Mane a rest. And Salah just loves playing football. He likes. He's a rhythm player. He's an absolute rhythm player. So you leave Salah there, and Jota deserves to get a go. So I think he might just go Minamino um, with Jota one side and Salah the other. Uh, Michael Ramsey says, "Thank God Klopp is in English because Jones is another overhyped, uh, overhyped rubbish." Um, let me see about you want to play Jones, uh, Michael. Thanks for the super chat. Um, I, I don't know if he's overrated. Um, I don't think he's overhyped. I'm being honest with you. I think I think he's been managed extremely well in his career. You know, it was a big thing of getting the number seventeen jersey after being number forty-seven or whatever it was, and he got his chance. He will get his chance. And listen, all we need is another centre half to go down. And you're looking at Henderson going in there, and Jones will most definitely get his chance. But I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say he's overrated at all. I think he's going to. He's un- I think. I think he's, uh, he's a bit underrated. To be honest. I, I, do you know what? I, I'm not too pushed to rate him. I think he should be just left there to do what he's doing, and he'll come along, and, and then we we'll make it as not a decision, but we we'll make a, an absolute, um, we we'll make an absolute call on him in the next twelve to eighteen months. Um, 
Let me see. Stephen Mack's not happy. Mane, rest. Jota, lol. Gav. Um, Stephen, just to remind you, you did tell me a couple of minutes ago to remind you to order a takeaway. Um, I'm not forgetting, so go and order or a takeaway. Or go to sleep. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I leave Stephen alone. He's, um, he's sound. He's absolutely drunk. sound. Um, yeah. Drunk. Ah, yeah, most likely. Most likely. Um, but no, I just think with the five subs, I, th- I think that's a massive thing. You know, you can you can absolutely change a game off five subs. I know you can only do it over three stoppages in the game, can't you? Um, so, but I think it's an absolute opportunity to uh, not rest people necessarily, but just, you know, give them a little bit of time there and you just say, on you go now at 60 when Ajax may tire and stuff and we've loads of stuff. Uh, Sean Ganguly says, uh, Minamino will start. Yeah, I see. Me and him know what the story is. Um, but there you go. Let me see. Let me see. Kieran says, Michael Ramsey does beyond copish with super chats. He doesn't rate half our team. I can't make out of his series when he's super chats or acting the MAGA. I don't mind. If he's serious, great. If he's acting the MAGA, great. It's, um, it's, I don't mind at all. Everyone's entitled to come in here. And, yeah. Um, and, and say exactly what you want to say. We're not going to, uh, we're not going to mask these comments or, or, you know, moderate them, um, at all. You say what you want. Slackline Egypt come back and says, completely serious, mate. Pitaluga, Ajax is mostly youngless. Robbo, Milner, Fabino and Genie. Uh, Trent needs to be on the bench. Keita Hendo, Shakiri, John, Jota Mane Salah. Okay. Yeah. Well, listen, it makes more sense after I've just read out my team, in fairness. Um, let me see, let me see. Uh, I'm too late. Stephen Max says I'm 30 minutes late. For 3 p.m. o'clock tomorrow? Yeah, 3 p.m. No worries. All inquiries to Grizz's email address, which is on his Twitter bio. So there you yeah. go. Um, uh, Jacob Zimmerman says, Gav, <laughs> you need to quit drinking and start smoking pot, mate. No, I'm mad enough in the head where I was starting all that messing. I'm being honest with you. Um, it wouldn't go well. And Grizz wouldn't be happy about it, especially if I misspelled something in the description below. Um, Grizz is... Gav's high enough without pot, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, we don't need to be adding that sort of messing into the equation, don't we, no, Chris? No, no. No, man, that's, no. That's, that's asking for trouble. <laughs> that'd be like... Um, that'd, yeah. that'd be like... Um, that'd be like putting Grizz on... a. Uh, Andy's Jersey milk, um, the special <laughs> milk that Andy buys for eight quid a litre, and we can't be doing that. Uh, Jeremiah says, fucking hell. Jeremiah says, Gav, cocaine is the way to go. What the fuck is going on here? Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but no, I'm not, uh, I'm not, um, I'm not having that. Uh, let me see. Rajiv gives a shout out to the Chronicles of a Gunner, the answer podcast. Love your shows. Very balanced fan. Good to see you on YouTube and listens to comments. Um, the Chronicles of a Gunner is, of course, um, Harry. Isn't it, Chris? Harry. That's the one. Harry Semeo, yeah. Yeah, the second name always kills me. Um, but, uh, Harry is just a top bloke. Um, if you, if you like, you you probably not don't support Arsenal, but he's very, very good at what he does. And he he is extremely, extremely balanced. Oh, Sten. Sten says, Sten Solly says, Chris is trying to get a Victorian Times mustache. Chris, explain yourself. I'm not trying, lads. I'm not it trying. Is it's natural. Share it's natural. Home. I'm not trying. There's a difference between... Yeah. You see how people try this? Because, you know, November's coming up. Movember, sorry, I should say. So I'm just getting in there early. And to me, it's natural. Because, you know, my one grows um, like on a... Well, everyone's grows on a weekly basis. But mine grows like on a on a literally hourly basis. So, yeah, I'm grand. Yeah, next week... You've got to bring a, bring a top hat with you next week and a bit of a cane and a monocle. 
proper. It will dominate. It will dominate. Yeah, I will. Well, how many likes we got? If we get enough likes, then um, I can yeah. sort that out. Yeah, the new Moriarty. I don't. I don't know how many likes we have. Um, we've we stopped asking for them. It's it's just your obligation to hit the like button. Um, if you do, you do. If you don't, yeah. what can we do about it? There's nothing we can do about it. Um, but if you do like hit the if you do like what we're doing, hit the like button. Uh, share it across your social media. But I should tell I you, a lot of people uh, that try to do this moustache graph, they always try to use. I was in the middle of wax. a sentence there. Oh, oh, oh sorry. And, and I was about moustaches. Calm the fuck oh, sorry, down. Sorry. I'll let you. Ex- oh, I'll let you explain um, the, sorry, the ins yeah. and outs of moustaches now in a second. Somebody did say there that Harry's. There we go. Olivier says Harry schooled the ninety-minute crew yesterday. Grizz was okay too. Um, and the Chronicles of Aguna, who is Harry Simeo? Isn't that is that right? Uh, said thank you, lads. Keep up the great words. Smash that like button. No, seriously. If if you want, Harry talks all sorts of football as well. He's he's deadly. Go and um, go and listen to him. Um, but yeah. Uh, like, share. If you're watching this and you haven't subscribed, because apparently 40% of people that watch this haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Oh, Just hit it. Subscribe. And subscribe. Hit, subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the bell icon. As soon as we go live, you'll know about it. And listen, you're getting it all as much as we can a week. Um, and we're not asking for anything for it, which is... Well, they're getting more as well, Gav. They're getting more, you know, I don't know if you want to, don't want to put it out there or maybe... They're, they're getting more this week. Well, this show is an extra show. Um, the midweek fix is on tomorrow, which will be a reaction to the game. Um, Thursday, we have James Pierce at 7pm live. Um, we're going to talk to James about Liverpool, but we're going to mostly talk to him about the book he's involved with um, from The Athletic called At the End of the Storm, um, which is a book uh, with stories from The Athletic throughout the 2019-20 season. I'm a good bit through it now at the moment, and I have to say it's absolutely excellent. Watching, reading stories from last August about Liverpool, knowing what's coming is a brilliant way to read a book. It's fucking brilliant. Um, I can tell you the first chapter and it's from James Pierce. He's, he's over in, um, America talking to Tom Werner and it's brilliant. It's brilliant. When you're reading the words on the page and you know what's coming in May, uh, June or July 2020, uh, it's it's fabulous. So, uh, 7 o'clock um, towards yeah, they're the... Yeah, getting, they're getting to some unbelievable work, aren't they? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's the, brilliant. The lads at the Athletic, I mean, yeah. they've all sorts going on. It, 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 loads of stuff going on but this book um, has got James Pierce, Oliver Kay, Simon Hughes and loads of other writers from, from The Athletic so if you get a chance um, go and have a look at it it's brilliant but we're going to talk to James Pierce at 7 o'clock live on Thursday and Friday we are going to have our Premier League uh, preview um, on Friday with the Friday forecast and Joe from All Leeds TV is on and I know a lot of our uh, viewers love him um, Grizz tell us about the moustache go on Oh no! It's, it's past no, the you said now. the, the, the start. The, the start of it was done. no. What you said was, well, what happens with most people with a moustache is, and you weren't getting well, there. No. Something about I think it was you were putting hair gel in or something. Yeah, well, no, this is what I was going to say. Someone, <laughs> someone in the comments was saying, "What do I use?" And I was, I totally forgot about the show. I started replying to that fella like it's only me and him on the show. So apologies for that. But he asked me like. Um, what do I use to sort of keep it curled up? And this is what I want to say. That it's, it's fingers. I don't, yeah, it's just my fingers. Like people use wax and uh, beard oil and all sorts and, you know, gel. But for me, it's uh, crisp and dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine just naturally sort of twirls up like that. But I'll, I'll clean it up tomorrow and people have a better sort of visual of it and, a, you know, an understanding of how it works. Do you, want, yeah, a video, do you want a video? Do you want a video yourself? Um, Doing that, and I can lash it on the YouTube channel. 
No, no, no. Tvoj jedinu ruku. No, 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 no. Jedinu Look, while I just wanted to say it's all natural, yeah. You know, I don't need to do nothing, don't need to put anything on it, just sleep. Okay. Just, you don't need to do that with it, just sleep. <laughs> just sleep yeah. and it grows overnight. Okay. Sim, sorry, before we get your um, predictions on the game, uh, Sim asks, and I'm afraid to ask this because I don't know what this means, but he says, Grizz, are you Raja by any chance? Yeah, he, uh, um, Sim What's that mean? That I am. It's a cost. It's a certain cost in, 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 in from Pakistan. So I'm on that cost system. What's that? Yeah. What's so. It's just like a, a family, like a family tree yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a very good way of saying it. Yeah. So I'm from that, the Raja family. Okay. Ryan Edwards says, Let the dog lick it is the secret. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, not for me. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, just me. listen. Uh, Anto G123 says, Up the Raja. Um, I know where you're going go. with that, and uh, fair play to you, <laughs> but um, good play on words, I like it. Um, before we go, lads, uh, Pete's disappeared again on us, um, but before we go, um predictions score predictions and you know the rules you have to do score predictions and you have to tell us the liverpool score so chris go on 3-1 uh, liverpool salah uh, let's go salah jota and trent okay p i'm gonna try to get your prediction out of the way before you fall off the earth again um Give us your prediction and Liverpool scorers, please. I said 3-1 three, three, last night, but I'm going to go 4-1. Even more confident tonight than I was last night. Salah, I think Salah smashed two. For me, though, finally, um, we'll get one. And I think we'll get we'll get one from, uh, from a surprise quarter, maybe a free kick from Trent. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'm going to go 4-1. Okay. First, it's got four, of course. Okay. Um... Brian Murray says, Gav's from the Dutch Gold Clan. I am in my hole. Um, you're not drinking that stuff. I, I draw the line. <laughs> you know, I'm not a man, a man man of many standards, but that's one of them. And it's definitely Dutch Gold, um, Brian. So sorry about that. Uh, let me see. Uh, I'm going to try to read this right. Cheese van der Glint says, AFC Ajax XXX. Ajax fan. Good man. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Um, and... Let me see. There was someone else in here had 6 0. I think it was Dylan. It might have been Dylan O'Rourke, actually. Uh, Michael Ramsey's back. He's back. Here we go. It doesn't matter which formation LFC plays because the centre back pairing of Sick Donkey and Gomez can't jump or stop crosses and very poor at set pieces. My God, uh, Michael is. Uh, I think he's genuine and he is upset. But um, give us your score prediction, a Michael. Upset. He's a little bit donkey? upset. Uh, sick Donkey. I think Sick Donkey is. Um, Matt, it might be Matt. But not playing. But he's not playing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Olivier has 4-1. Jota gets two. Salah Minamino. Steven Max has 3-2 to Liverpool. It's a toss-up for the uh, for the goal scorers. Um, Ryan Edwards says 4-4. Nico Origi. Hendo Gomez. Fuck me. Um, yeah. If you want to put a bet on that, you won't have to walk ever again. Um, <laughs> let me see. Yeah. Let me see. So, uh, 4-1 from P. 3-1 from Chris. Grizz, give us your 2-2 two, two there. I mean, move on. No, 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 no. This ain't no 2-2. Two, two. This is... 3-3. Um, I was going to say 4-1. I was going to say 4-1. Mm. But mm. Chris is... Uh, Pete's took that off Stick me. Stick with it. Keep the faith, Grizz. Go with 5-1. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I'm going to go. F- I would have said four one, but then I remembered who we got and go again. So I'll yeah. say four two. <laughs> okay. Always, 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 always plus one. Okay, well, Bar- go into it this season. Barry Carr has um, Barry Carr has four two to LFC. Michael Ramsey's back. Ajax uh, wins seven two. Um, he's taking the piss. I like it though. I like it. Stay with us, Michael. Make sure you've subscribed. Um, I like the I like the likes of Michael. I really do. Um, worse worse than Kepa says Grizz got with two two. No, he's gone with four two. He's gone with four two. Uh, one one. Um, I have a feeling in my bones says Avo. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, after ten minutes, uh, After 10 minutes, yeah. Antoine Weiss says LFC mm. 3, Ajax 2. A lot of high scoring here. Um, I'm going for 2-2, two, two, lads. Um, I have to tell you. I am going for 2-2. Two, two. I, go- I am. I'm going for 2-2. Two, two. I am. I think, I think we'll mess around with our team a little bit. Um, like I just said earlier, I think it'll throw us out of sync a little bit. I think Ajax will be well up for it, but they are deceptive to us catching them and I think it'll end up with a 2-2 draw where Ajax rescue the game late that's what I think um, so there you go there you go uh, Trigger TV says 4-2 to Liverpool uh, let me see who have I got uh, Cruz Do says it's got to be high scoring 5-3 a lot of people going for high scoring Malcolm says 2-1 to Liverpool uh, let me see let me see here we go here we go. Olivier says, Adrian must have caused Grizz in the EPL fantasy for certain. This is now personal. As if, I, Grizz, as if, as if pick, he'd pick as him. Just this is absolutely outrageous. Yeah. Um, susceptible. Boy, Adrian or Alison? Yeah. Um, I think I said deceptive, did I there? I should have said susceptible. Deceptive. Thanks, Barry. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, four two says Owen Fleming. Katie gets two goals says Telson Mitchell. Uh, so there you go. There you go. There's loads of coming in, but the, the one thing that's reading through on this is um, high scoring seems to be the way to go. Um, Grizz, anything else before we go? No, pal. That's good. Yeah, kind of. As usual with our shows, I'm, I'm kind of psyched up for the game now. You know, I wasn't at the start to be honest with you, but we've, we've, we've. I think we've painted a. A very exciting picture for tomorrow. So sadly, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, let's get let's go get. Them. Okay, uh, Pete. Anything else before we go, other than um, the details for some decent no. internet? Exactly. Now, just Champions League belly. Um, you know, we wake up in the morning. And we go, oh yeah, 18, 18 hours to the game, seven hours to the game. You know, you know yourself. It's yeah. Three points, all that matters. Okay, uh, Chris. Anything else before we go? No, mate, I'm just uh, on countdown now for the uh, for the big game. Good stuff. Um, well, look, enjoy the game tomorrow. Hopefully Liverpool go and do the business and prove me completely wrong. And we will be back tomorrow at 10pm with the match reaction, the midweek fix match reaction to Ajax versus Liverpool in the Champions League. Tomorrow's night lineup is Keith is hosting, Grizz, myself and Garbrian. Um, I'm going to send them all oh, 50p yeah. each I'm going to send them all 50p each to put in the meter because I s- forgot to um, send Peter and uh, he's just refusing <laughs> to put his own 50 pence in so um, yeah five I'll make sure that... band. 
state-of-the-art yeah. I have, by the way, lads. Shame yeah. on you. It's you're your having, broadband. You're just having an awful issue today, Peter, I'm being honest with you, but that's how it goes. Um, right, I'm going to try stop this show by putting a picture up on the screen, and the lads will mute themselves so they don't hear themselves after this, and then I'll let them know that every, the coast is clear. That's how it works most weeks. Um, but listen, it's been a great show. Um, I've really enjoyed it. And listen, make sure you subscribe. We're with you all week. Uh, what's his name? James Pierce, Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Really good chat. Talk to you then. Over now. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov slash EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money. GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.